0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed Bluewire. With the second pick in the
1: twenty twenty-two NFL draft. The Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan.
0: Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Riddle. Here comes the blitz. Down the middle
2: and on the fly. Jamison Williams, extra speed on
3: the gas and gone. Touchdown. <laughs>
4: what is going on everybody this is an emergency live twitter spaces and when i tell you emergency i literally just woke up a nap from Peter waking me up <laughs> i am your host tyler join my two guys as always mr Bunk of heart Peter. boys how we doing
5: Tyler, I'm doing great, man. Hey, my bad for waking you up. Hope you had a good.
4: You're good. This is big. This is big news. We need to do a pod right now. We to Malcolm. Go. How are we doing, buddy? Malcolm, are you making a nap too? I know it's an emergency pod. Where are you at? Yo, what is
3: yo? I'm here, man. What is going on, man? Yo,
4: Ben Johnson. Yep, yeah, that or OC. He look like he's staying. Let's go. That is the topic. Ben Johnson has informed every NFL team who had interest in him that he is staying here in Detroit as the offensive coordinator. This is huge. Let's go. Let's go. This is really, really big news. Um, I'll start off with you, Pierre. What's the initial reactions to hearing this news of Ben Johnson informing teams that he's staying with Detroit?
5: Well, he had two interviews with the Texans and Colts, and he was slated to fly out to Carolina, um, what do you call it, tomorrow, and he was the favorite for that job. We had like multiple reporters say, a lot of rumors, betting favor for that job, grew up in Carolina, so I thought we'd lose him to Carolina, but he said, fuck that, I'm coming back, we're building something strong in Detroit. Man, this culture that Dan Campbell is building, right? uh players want to come back coaches want to come back like he passed on millions of dollars of guarantee to come back
4: for the lions like that's huge absolutely yeah i mean i thought he was a goner for sure honestly just with how good the offense was this year we've seen the trend of nfl teams hiring these young upcoming coordinators and making them their head coaches so i thought with all these vacancies in the nfl I thought there was really no shot Ben Johnson coming back was possible. So to see him decline uh, the the interview of Carolina where he grew up from and informing them, saying, hey, I want to stay here in Detroit, that is absolutely big stuff here. And that goes into the culture, like you guys said, that Dan Campbell's building. And he's willing to stick around for at least a minimum one more year and give this – you know, one more stab of it. And I think this is going to be really, really good for this offense, especially Jared Goff. And I cannot wait for the offseason when we get to see Ben Johnson with the fully healthy Jameson William, Amon Ross St. Brown offensive line, and you have this full offseason to acquire more pieces with whatever Brad Holmes does in this draft and free agency. This is getting really exciting, guys. This is getting really excited, and I think the Lions, no doubt, should be the favorites to win the NFC North coming into the season. No doubt about it. Malcolm, how are we feeling about Ben Johnson staying in Detroit?
3: Man, I feel great, bro. Um, I mean, I think, honestly, man, you're looking at Ben Johnson's situation, and this is kind of like a no-brainer. I mean, I know he's turning down guaranteed money. He's turning down a, 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 a pretty much a, um, a promotion um, to be a head coach. However, um, what he's working with in Detroit right now, he knows right now that, you know, last year he had a top five scoring offense, top five offense pretty much in the league right now. Maybe um, he has an opportunity to build off on that, on you know, on that team. So, I mean, I think you look at it this way, I think it's a smart move on his behalf because say if Detroit actually goes out and win, um, you know, the Conf NFC North, like how, Big is that going to look on the coaching staff um, if they go out and they, you know, they win a playoff game? Shit, something Detroit hasn't done in since you know nineteen ninety two. You know, whatever what they win a playoff game, you know, and then whatever they win the NFC, you know, the whole NFC, they go to the Super Bowl. Um, it just looks better on Ben Johnson's resume if he does that. then you know, maybe you know, I, I think the coaching head coaching job is not going to go anywhere for Ben. He knows it, so why not just ride away while it's hot right now?
4: and get this ship going where it needs to go. Absolutely. And I think the perfect word is unfinished business because beginning of the year, obviously, was really rough, didn't have all his pieces there. But we saw towards that middle half of the season when the team got hot, the offense was really cooking. You know, it was really, really cooking once they got healthier. And it's just going to be, you know, you're getting a full Jameson Williams in the offseason. You're getting this offensive line back. There's not really much moving pieces. only thing you're really doing is adding to this offense. So it's unfinished business, and and this could get really, really scary for the Detroit Lions and the NFL Um, because this is going to be a really fun offensive unit next year, especially with a lot of these players being familiar with this coaching staff and Ben Johnson, especially staying here. Uh, i'm 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 excited man i'm really excited
5: Not just that too, like jared yeah, sorry, I, jared Goff too right like he played his best year under ben johnson going into year two with ben johnson two and a half if you want to say that um he knows the system he's more comfortable he's going to be better he's probably going to be better right year two in the system more familiar he doesn't, he doesn't have to learn a new system none of that the players don't have to learn a new system so bro, like tyler said unfinished business this is exciting
3: yeah, yeah, you actually, uh, you actually, uh, said the day before I ever got a chance to say it. Jared Goff, I think he's gonna be the one that's gonna benefit the most out of this. I think he's the one that, I think he's the one that's probably mo- the most excited, um, of this this news more than anybody. Um, just knowing that Ben Johnson's coming back. But you know what'd be funny right now if if like we had a chance to see live reactions of our fellow NFC North like guys this is, when they heard the news. Like I wonder if they're like shit. <laughs> and, get, and just got mad knowing that Ben Johnson's returning. Because I know that was something that, you know, the Bears fans, Vikings fans, Packers fans, I know that was something that they were holding on to. Uh, if, you know, they were holding on to, you know, maybe if the Lions lose Ben Johnson, maybe they won't be as explosive as they were this year. And they could take a step backwards and they could have an opportunity, you know? Lions is coming. Yeah. This is this the Lions is coming. Do you want to uh, bring
5: up us <laughs> just have their reactions?
4: Yeah, just one more quick thing. Uh, just about the culture being built before we bring on someone is that like this is now three people we've seen just in the last week or so of people saying, "Hey, let's run it back. We're willing to take a little less potentially if, if it means we're coming back to play here in Detroit." We saw it last week with John Kaminsky. We saw, I believe, yesterday or two days ago with Isaiah Bugs with the tweet, and now this definitely speaks that Ben Johnson is taking, you know, not taking a promotion of being a head coach somewhere else and saying, "Hey." I'm going to stick in Detroit one more and be the offensive coordinator. So that just shows the culture that's being built here.
3: It's something special, man. Something special, and it's something that us as Lions fans have never seen never before. Huh? I tell you that now. Never seen it. Never. I don't care what. Well, I don't care what area you're from. Wayne Fonten. You, you've never seen this. You've never seen this before. I don't.
4: I don't care which area you're from. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, let's bring up some people and let's hear the perspective.
1: What's up, RC? Hey guys, so um, I mean this is something I've been saying for a while like I think we've come to become conditions to uh, as Lions fans like conditions to having big names leave Detroit but uh, these guys understand the implications of what building a winner in Detroit looks like so. See you man. Um, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been, i I honestly, I, I wasn't worried about Ben Johnson leaving, because if you look back at the comments that he's made about the process along the way, um, he he loves Detroit, like absolutely loves Detroit, loves what what they're doing there, the chemistry between he and Goff, the chemistry with the rest of the offensive weapons. Like he'd be he'd be foolish to leave. He really would because he knows that opportunity is going to be there. He knows he's going to get that head coaching opportunity. He wants to build it here. Like what <laughs> I tweeted this earlier after the news came out. I'm like, what coach, what coach would walk away when it's so obvious what's happening? Like what happens if like next season, I don't think any of the coaches are leaving. Like I've I said it about Ben Johnson. I believe it about all the rest of the coaches. They're not leaving right now. They probably won't leave next year. If we make the playoffs and get past the first round, like no better story than the Lions going to the Super Bowl. And if they walk away a season before that happens, like you, you just missed out on the opportunity to be part of the best story in the history of the NFL. So, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really worried about it. I'm really, really glad that it's been confirmed. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm psyched. Um, I was psyched before. Uh, I always, you know, firmly believed he wasn't going anywhere, and I'm just glad to see that the news came out and uh, confirmed it for sure, 100. So, but anyway, I'm hyped. I know everybody else is hyped, and uh, yeah, I've talked to a couple like Bears and Packers and uh, uh, Vikings fans, and they were really hoping that he would leave. I'm like, dude, he's not leaving. <laughs> like, you bet, might as well banish that from your from your hopes and dreams because. He's not fucking leaving, and then it came out, and so yeah, they're they're uh, they're scared. They're all scared. So anyway, uh, hype for everybody. One pride. Let's fucking go. All right, RC. Thank you, man.
3: RC said, "Best man. I'm not fucking leaving."
1: I I think it's
4: a lot easier said. (laughs) Show goes on. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a lot easier said than done, though. Right, like. The way I looked at it is, like, man, if Ben Johnson gets a head coaching gig somewhere, it's going to be really hard for him to say no. And I understand what you guys are saying. It's like, why give up this opportunity? Because if you have another great year, those jobs are just going to be available again. And absolutely, I agree with you in hindsight. Like, they're going to be there. But, like, we've seen the other way around with this. Like, remember last year with the Brian Levy situation? Like, he was guaranteed to be the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. And he took his name away from the drawing. Now he's getting fired as the offensive coordinator in Tampa. Now, not seeing that's going to happen here in Detroit with Ben Johnson, I think it's going to be a really good story here just because of all the returning pieces. Everyone's bought in with this culture. So in reality, there's going to be probably opportunities and jobs for him in 2024, no doubt about it. But, you know, it, it is tough from Ben Johnson's perspective is when you do get handed a job, and we don't know if he's been handed a job yet by any of these teams, but if he was handed a job somewhere, to say, hey, no, I, I'm not taking this. I'm going to be an offensive coordinator one more year. That's really gutsy and ballsy from Ben Johnson, and he shows that he has big confidence that, hey, we're going to be even better than we were last year. So you should be excited as a Detroit Lions fan for the comps that your offensive coordinator is turning down a bigger opportunity to stick around here one more year because you know this is something that's truly special. You, you know what, Ben? Ben? You're looking at Ben Johnson, and he hasn't had a chance to play with his new toy yet. He hasn't had a chance to really play with Jamo, Malcolm. I think that is a big reason why he's coming back. Honestly, I really do think <laughs> that is a big reason
6: why he's coming back because he didn't it's get
4: like, to play he, with it. He, he he had a brand new toy.
3: I mean, he just unwrapped it and it just got on the field. Now now he can't even play. No, I, I think he wanted to have a full season and see how special that offense can really get because as good as we were last year. If Jamon gets rolling, guys, <laughs> listen to me. As good as our offense was last year, if J- Jameson Williams gets rolling, I'm talking about Kansas City-type shit. I'm talking about Buffalo Bills-type offense where we're just scoring points. I think I'm telling you, if Jameson Williams gets going with this offense, it's going to be even better than – we're going to look – probably twice as good as we did last season in our passing game. So I think, yeah, you're right, man. I think that opportunity and not knowing that we haven't even cracked our potential is, is a key factor on him wanting to stay. But like you said, man, it's very rare, it's very rare for coaches to turn down that opportunity to be a head coach when, it's, when the opportunity is presented. Yeah. I think the only last coach that did it um, was McDaniel from when he was with the Patriots staff. Was, was he the Brian, last co- Brian he-
4: left which it last year? The Bucks OC. Oh,
3: okay, okay. Okay. So okay. I I I didn't even know that he turned it down turned down um
4: yeah, he turned down on Jacksonville. Out. He turned down Jacksonville and then they I mean they ended up working out for them. They got Doug Peterson. That's a that's a different story. Yeah, well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is uh, you know, this is really fun. And I had a I thought oh, this is what I was talking about last year. If you guys remember towards it was when all those guys were getting traded and I was really adamant, like, I think this Lions offense could be really, really good if they get one more receiver. That's why I was like, I think they should go after a Tyreek Hill, or they should go after that Debo Samuel last year. And, you know, they chose to go the route of the draft and go get the top receiver, which I'm absolutely cool with as well. But, like, my thing was, like, man, if you can get one of these top receivers to go with this offense that they already have in, in place, I agree with you, Malcolm. I think that's when you start putting yourself in the conversation of being – one of those juggernaut offenses like the Buffalo Bills, like the Kansas City Chiefs. You're right in the thick of that conversation now if Jamison Williams really gets going. It's already good right now. It's really good. It's a top-ten offense right now without Jamison Williams. But if Jamison Williams becomes what we think he could be, you're right in the thick of it, of being one of the best offenses in the NFL right now.
3: Tyler, let me ask you a question, man, and just just be honest with me. In the offseason, did you see that this offense, with Jared Goff as a quarterback – And not having Jameson Williams the whole season, not having DJ Shark maybe fifty percent of the season, did you see us having a top ten offense with our with our pieces now and are fully there? And and questions with Jared Goff, because I know coming into the season you had questions about our quarterback. Yeah, did you even see us
4: having a a top ten offense at that point? I mean, when you when you even said that, when you even said that, as far as if we get another receiver. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I thought the run game would be a little better than it was this year, and we saw Goff being able to be still productive with not having a run game 100% of the time. Um, I I thought it was a pretty good offense coming into the year, even with Jared Goff. Honestly, the situation was really good.
3: Okay. Uh, Yeah, I was just asking because a lot of people didn't see us being this good. Like – like our offense, as far as being a, you look at what top three scoring offense, um, you know probably top five across the board in every every category type offense. They did really good, and that's without again, that's without Jamison Williams. That's with having DJ Shark fifty percent, fifty percent of the games. You know, DJ Shark great play this year. So yeah. I mean, yeah, man, I think our offense is gonna take a whole new level, man. Full season with with uh, Jamison Williams. Go off say <laughs> Brown?
5: I can't wait. Yeah, you're probably losing. You well, not probably, maybe. You're maybe losing Chark, but like I mean, they'll be fine. yeah. Uh, oh,
0: if,
1: if, if,
3: if, yeah, if they lose DJ Shark, I think they can they can find a replacement in free agency. I think they could honestly find a replacement free agency. I
4: think there's gonna be a line of guys that's gonna want to come to Detroit. But if he wants to come back. He already has a connection with golf. Absolutely take DJ Shark if he's wanting to come back here. And you can get him at a reasonable yeah, price. All right. Yeah. All right
3: hey Prior Podcast listeners, it's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Oz Traders. Oz Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather so the bettors can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash wire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R dot com slash Blue Wire. Austraders, the number one site for your game day bets.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed Data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
5: Let's mink up uh, Zach. Zach's been waiting. Zach, up. what's up, Zach? Hold up, hold up.
4: Okay, Zach, Zach. Zach told us to hold up. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right here. What's up, boys? How we doing? Oh, I, I thought you were. Not, we doing you, good, man. And opening for uh, for Ben Johnson being back. What's up, man? Oh no, no,
2: I'm doing good, man. I'm fired up. God, I. Hey. God, I thought Carolina was going to do it. Oh, my God. I really thought they were going to pull the trigger, and I'm like, please don't. You do not want to go to Tepper. God, the guy is just so – because I really don't want to – I don't want to sound like a dick here when I say – he's just too unprofessional. I think it's the best way I want to put it because you gave Matt Rule a seven-year deal, and you fire him within two years and – what five games into this past season? You really want to do that? You don't have a quarterback. You none of these head coaching openings is there any of them that just stick out and say, That's the one I want to go to?
4: Yeah, but Zach, how many are there really in reality? Like, I mean, usually when you're when there is that spot, they have another guy already waiting for the job. Like you got Sean Payton on the way or something like that. How yeah. many Jobs are there. Like next year is going to be pretty much the same things. So it's just going to be a bunch of bad teams with openings.
2: Well, I think we could also look at when the Lions opening was here. How many yeah. of us were willing to say, "Yeah, that's a, you know"? How many from the national media were saying, "Okay, of all these openings, Detroit's the place to go to"?
4: Absolutely one no, It looked like probably one of the worst jobs at the time. right.
2: And I think, I think with Ben, I think keeping him, I think what it just tells you is the culture's here. He could have left. But I feel like in the back of his mind, it's like, what good would that do me if I leave these guys hung out to dry? If I just left these guys just up and at him and said, well, see, you guys, I'm going to go do this. Like, I feel like to him, I, I love that he said it, there's unfinished business. And I feel like what it tells you is that number one thing we talk about with this team, culture. Culture is such a huge thing. Three years ago, we wouldn't even know what culture was if it hit us in the face. Three years later, this what they're doing. You got Campbell last night on the Manning cast doing his thing. Um I'm telling you guys, this just it just feels so good right now to be a Lions fan. It really is, because it's just we're watching something in front of our eyes we never thought could happen. I I, maybe (laughs) in an alternate reality, but the fact (laughs) that you have Holmes, who's going to be going into another year where he has two first-round picks. Thank you, L.A. Um, Plenty of cap space to work with. But now you get your offensive coordinator back. And think about what it does for a guy like Jared Goff. I mean, look how comfortable he was this last year. 29 touchdowns to seven interceptions. Hasn't thrown an interception since that first Green Bay game. I mean, you saw with a healthy offensive line, the things that they could do on offense, it's like, hey, we're going to roll the dice. How many offensive coordinators do you know are saying, "All right, on a third and one, you're up by eight. What we're going to do is call order fifty-eight, which is we're going to put Panay out as a receiver, and then we're going to go play action. Bam, we're going to hit him underneath, and get the first down. Let's go against the Jets. You know, if you go back to that first to that game, Brock right on that last drive, that first pass he drops, we're not willing to go back to him." You know, how many teams are willing to say, you know what, let's give it. Dan's like, and Ben are like, let's get this kid's confidence up. Let's see what he can do. And he goes out, makes that play. They draw the defense. Everybody going to one side. Here comes Brock going in underneath on, a, on an underneath round. He takes it in. And then you have the hook and ladder. <laughs> Not since Boise State have I seen something like that work to perfection. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was – it's awesome. That's just the creativity that Ben has, and I think it's – It would have been a real blow to see him leave. I think if there was one guy that could have replaced him, I think Tanner Eggstrand. I think it's the name I've heard a little bit about. He's our passing game coordinator, also our tight ends coach. Um, But, man, I'm just – I'm so happy just that he's coming back. And I think the fact that we're keeping almost this coaching staff intact, it's – it's such a good. I, I can't. I can't really speak on it. I'm just speechless. I'm just so excited.
3: Yeah. He's like, Zach. Let me ask you a question, man. How long have you been a Lions fan, bro?
2: <laughs> oh God, the early years of the Millen era. That's a long. Yeah, time. There we go.
3: Now. Have have you ever seen
4: anything like this? No, before?
0: What
3: kind of questions like, is this, dude? Earlier is the I, I, <laughs> yeah, not. I, 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 I'm just saying, like we are seeing something special in Detroit, man. That's all. That's all I want to point I out. To there. Win, I,
2: I want to win a division title so bad. I haven't seen this team win a division title. I want to win it so bad because I want to be that team that's at the mountaintop looking down at everybody and saying, yeah. And the thing that I love is just we even saw it on hard knocks this past year, which I'm dying to go rewatch right now. <laughs> like I'm really just want to go rewatch it. Cause I think it's the best season ever and I'm not just being biased about it. I just think how it was. It was unbelievable. But it's just there's this it's weird to say, but I started thinking about it today. There's like this groundswell. And it's like other teams around the league I think have to have this feeling of, oh shit, here comes Detroit. Like, we better back the fuck up, because this is this is going to get ugly. But nothing would appeal to me more <laughs> than to see, and I got a lot of respect for Pat McAfee, I really do, but somebody shut Aaron Rodgers the fuck up. Because I wish somebody would have gone on his show. I wish somebody would have went on Pat's show today, and and it would have been, let's get a question. And if it was me, I'd be like, Aaron, what's up, fuck boy? I got a question for you. How does it feel to become the biggest bitch to Detroit? How does it feel? And to do it just – the last image you're going to have of us, and I think it's funny that every team in the NFC North won as many playoff games this year as the Vikings. And that last image you're going to remember of this year – is us going on the road to Green Bay and winning. And it's like that's the lasting shot you're gonna have from this last season. Not a check down on a fourth and eight to a tight end that used to be us, because we're not frauds, okay? We don't I actually letting like it all out right now. We don't yeah. we don't have a quarterback that, you know, is out there in left field, you know, and he's it's got something going on up there, God knows what it is. Um, but you know what's crazy? I'm starting to think about the Chicago Bears. You know, it kind of reminds me a little bit about us last year in a weird kind of way because I know we had like the second pick, they've got the first pick. We end up taking Hutch, and you see what it does with our defense. They may take Will Anderson and that. Look what it could do for theirs. Like, we were, what, third to last in Lincoln Sachs in 2021. Look what we get with Hutch and Houston and and all that. And I think they could look at Will Anderson. I'm going, man, why does it kind of feel like I'm looking at what we had to go through last year? It's weird. Zach, right? You know what I want, bro? I want to see Ford Field host
5: a playoff game.
2: That place would yes. be electric. Bananas. It would make the Silver Dome. I don't yeah, remember no, what it was like.
4: We have never had it before. So yeah, it's it would just, be, know, that, it be, would just be. It would just be for sure. It would be like a mini earthquake in Detroit. How could
2: we couldn't move? How, how could we couldn't move to the NFC? The, the South? Hill
4: City would be different if if they hosted a playoff game. I think next year is going to be a lot a lot of fun here. A lot of a, there's going to be a buzz here in Detroit that we've I haven't had in a while. Just with all of our sports teams really. Sucking over the last, yeah, god, many football years. Town. Detroit, uh, it's be football fun, man, town, Detroit's football finally coming to you. Have some expectations and and have some fun, dude. It's gonna be a lot of fun next year.
2: Can we just obliterate every team in the NFC South? I mean, that
4: division is all right, garbage. Um, we have Brad waiting. Hey. I don't know what happened. I couldn't hear Zach towards the end. If he was saying something, I'm sorry. Oh, Hey, what's up guys, Brad.
6: What's up, Brad? What's up, Brad? How you doing, man? Nothing much. Hey, thanks for having me on. Hey, I, I just got on a couple minutes ago, so I didn't really hear the first part of the podcast, but did you guys hear, uh, how about this report earlier today that, uh, Anzalone, um, Kaminsky and bugs. Did you guys hear this? They, they, apparently there's a report that all three of them went to, brad holmes and said they want to restructure their con their contract and take less money um, in order to i guess to free up cap space or whatever and i'm sitting there going like i'm 42 years old when's the last time in my life someone wanted to take less money to stay in detroit or come to detroit you know what i mean like it, dude this is insane like i cannot wait brad, who nature, reported man. that I, it, just wondering like who, who did that report that? come from I didn't. I it's. Uh, I actually saw that on Facebook, and it was called. And it was a. It was a Facebook page called Detroit Lions News. Okay.
5: Yeah. Um. Those guys have said they want to be back, but I don't know if like they would take a pay cut. So I think that's just speculation on yeah. that post. But they all. They. I, okay. I think they'll be back too, but we'll see what happens.
6: Yeah, I'm trying to think. It was uh, actually.
3: See. Actually, see. A, I'm actually looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah, Lions. It's not. It's actually. It's only it's only on um lines page, Hollow Blues. Yeah.
6: But, okay. Well,
3: they're, they're, they're the ones who tweeted it out. I'm okay.
6: looking at it right I was now. I'm looking for it on Twitter. I, didn't, I usually am on Twitter more often, I, I didn't, but I didn't find it on Twitter for some reason, which kind of made me wonder. But I didn't know if you guys had heard of that or anything like that. But if that's true, though, I mean, like, how cool is that? Like, you know, yeah. You know, it wouldn't be shocking, right. I guess, right?
4: Like, I don't I'll take you with a grain of salt, the news. I don't know how true it is right now, but like, it, it, would I be shocked by that? Absolutely not. We've seen Kaminsky with his whole Instagram post from his personal account. We right. saw him with with the report with Kyle Menke, like saying, "I, I told the staff I want to be back." I saw Bugs tweet yesterday saying, "Detroit, I'm ready to run it right. back." And I anything with Alex Anzalone, but he was the captain last year. Obviously, he was a big culture guy, so would not be shocked in the slightest to hear Anzalone say, "Hey, I'll be back here." And i wouldn't be shocked too if these guys don't take a crazy payday or right. like take a little play here in detroit compared to another team and say hey let's run it back one more year let's let's do something that detroit has never really done here this is special yeah i know group. and
6: it's, it's hard like can you imagine like 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 you win like if you win anywhere in the nfl obviously you're remembered forever but can you imagine winning in detroit though i mean that would be unbelievable you know what I mean? And like, I'm just, I don't know how to react as a Lions fan right now because I've never experienced anything like this. They've been so bad my whole life. But hey, I'm going to step off. It was fun listening to you guys. I appreciate you having me on, man.
4: Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Thanks Brad. On, Brad. We're going, guys.
6: Here's yep. Yo,
3: guys, quick question. Quick, just random question. This has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Okay. If Detroit did somehow win a Super Bowl yeah. in the next couple of years, let's say in two years. Hell, just say you know after the next year, who who knows? Say in the next few years, Detroit won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do Do you think Matthew Stafford feels salty about it, or does he, or is he happy? Generally happy that Detroit won the I Super think he's
4: Bowl. Happy, That's a very yeah. right. But I think he'd be happy for us. But but I don't care. Happy? I don't care what the fuck he thinks. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just, just a question. I mean, just a question. I mean, I'm just,
4: I'm I, just I, throwing I don't, out there. I I don't think there's anything sour between those two so no Uh, i mean maybe but i I think he'd be happy but i don't really care what he thinks so
5: he's not in the day day, honestly
4: i just have to make sure i'm alive for that parade because i I don't know how i would be if the lions won a super bowl let alone a playoff game i just (laughs) that that, that's gonna be a day that's gonna be a day it would be a day It's like one of those things, like you know, you say all the time, like man, when the Lions win a Super Bowl, when they win a Super Bowl, it's like, but like, when's it actually gonna happen? And this actually like feels like, maybe not next year, but like this feels like this could be something very, very special here, um, just with what's being built here, dude. I, well, like Tyler,
5: you know, the Bengals Um, third year, they went to the Super Bowl. The Niners third year under Shannon, they went to the Super Bowl. The Lions third year under Campbell, we'll see.
3: Uh, I'm I'm just saying, like there there are a couple pieces away from being real contenders. I'm not, yeah,
4: I'm not saying that, but you guys know NFL is a tough game. There's no guarantee. It is it. so, uh, yeah. but no, I mean they're gonna they they have a shot to be a legitimate contender next year, no doubt about it. In the NFC, no doubt about it, they could be a legitimate contender going into the year. They just gotta fix. They they need a a a, a key
3: player on that defense. Maybe Aiden Hutchinson, you know, takes that next step next year.
4: We'll see, man. But they have all the capital to make legitimate contender moves this year. I'll say that. You got two first-round picks, one in the top 10, and you got a boatload of cap. Like, you have the resources to go make out, to go make legitimate contender moves. This is the year I think you go out and you go assure that core and you go build something that's, you know, that, that could be really, really special here. All right, but yo know, guys, before
3: we head out, let's do something fun right now. Let's uh, let's all pick one player that you would want Detroit that you'll be happy Detroit traded
4: for or made a move for. Ooh, we will okay. all pick one player. Pierre, I'll give you the honor. I know you're gonna steal my player, but go ahead. You guys know, um,
5: like Malcolm and Tyler. And I don't know if the listeners know, but you guys know Jalen Ramsey is one of my favorite players since he came out. Um, he like had some cryptic tweet or whatever. Jalen Ramsey is the kind of DB we need right now, cornerback we need. He's a top three corner, great tackler, athletic. He kind of has place with that chip on his shoulder always. Um, he's a tan cable type of player. He's him, bro. So Jalen Ramsey.
4: I like Ramsey a lot. That wasn't actually the player I was leaning towards, but I would I love that a lot. Um, I'm going to my favorite, the Trenches. I'm gonna go with DeForest Buckner. I don't know if he's available, but if Indianapolis makes him available this offseason, man, oh man, Brad Holmes <laughs> would <to> be all <laughs> over that. I want DeForest Buckner in the middle of my defense. So that would be a dream scenario to get DeForest Buckner in the Honolulu Blue. Okay, so before
3: before I go to my player, I just wanna ask, you guys will be okay giving up a first for you one of your players. Yeah. Yes. So I know, I know, I know, I know. Pierre is okay giving up a first for Ramsey. You're okay with giving up a first for DeForest Buckner? Hundred and ten percent. Two percent. Okay. I'm. I'm actually going to lean towards. I mean, I, I was going to go towards Ramsey. I like Jalen Ramsey. I think he'll fit perfect with his offense. And I think um, Aaron Glenn will get a lot out of Jalen Ramsey. I'm going go to go the corner. I'm going to go to the corner that's in New Orleans right now because it seems like they're in the cap hell, and they're they're gonna want to let some guys go, so I'm going go Marshall Lattimore. Like that, Marshall. Um, I, th- I think Marshall Lattimore. You put him with this defense as well, just like Ramsey. I think you know Aaron Glenn's gonna get probably the best out of him, and he'll be able be a big help. And he will be that number one that we that we need, <laughs> that that number one corner that we can trust on a number one receiver. I think that's what we need right now. We just need that trust. We need a guy we can trust on a number one receiver. I think you put Marshall Lattimore there. Or Jalen Ramsey, like Pierre's pick, I think you know that'll be that'll be the key, man. That'll be the key, showing that they're going all in, and that'll be awesome
5: when to know that, like Marzell, that they're going to say he did an extension last offseason. So I don't know how movable that contract is, but um, I mean, he'd be a nice Maybe they,
3: maybe 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 they throw some picks with it.
4: Yeah, maybe they just want to go off it. I mean, I don't That's know. <laughs> but just, that'll, that'll, that'll be that. cool. And talking about this right now. Like, we're talking about like acquiring a legitimate star in the NFL right now. Like, that is exciting. It is, because we're talking about a
3: situation where Detroit's saying, fuck those picks, let's go all in, let's go get a Super Bowl. And I think if they make some moves and they get a player, or t- just and just, they make a big splash and get a player, that just shows that they're going to go all in. Yeah. So, I just want to see if they're going to take that approach. They have, like, how many
4: uh, – picks in the top
3: 100, uh, you said?
4: I think the, four in the top 60. I know that for sure. Maybe five in the top 100? Five in the top 100? But anyway, the top 60? Top uh, top 60, we have four.
3: We have four in the top 60, so we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see if they decide to do something with those picks. If they say up those picks, say if they, they want to go all in, We'll see how they approach it, man. Either
5: way, man. I'm well, excited. here's an example, right? Yeah. Like last year, receiver was a massive need, and Brad Holmes actually tried to trade for Debo Samuel on draft day. San Francisco said no, so what he did, he went up and got J-Mo. So I wouldn't be shocked if Holmes tries to trade for like a stud defensive player. If it doesn't work out, he'll draft one. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, either way, the guys—we're gonna get the right guys in here. That—that's something I'm, I'm confident in. We got a GM that could draft.
4: Absolutely. He proved that the last two years and especially in that last class, he killed yep. it. He killed it. All right. Well, that's going to be a wrap to this emergency spaces. This was exciting. This was great news to wake up to. Uh, Peter giving me the call. I'm like, shit, what the hell's happening? I, I see my phone is blowing up. So <laughs> to see that news. It was absolutely amazing because I thought it was the other way around. I thought with my phone blowing up, I'm like, oh, shit, Ben took the so <laughs> <laughs> But, no, he's sticking around, and this is great news. So, with that being said, we will have more content for you guys coming up very soon. Hope you guys all enjoy this emergency spaces of Ben Johnson staying. I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. Like Tyler said, we'll be providing
5: you guys more coverage. And I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all, it's your boy, Balcom, and I am out. Peace.